Welcome to Balance Stew. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, today's commentary will be on the uh, Nevada debate, Democratic debate 2020. And uh, I was at a uh, watch party and I uh, was able to hear uh, some different uh, opinions, very diverse. Um, was able to kind of measure and assess the temperament of the room. And uh, then I asked a few questions. So these are not the opinions of balance due. These are just the uh, opinions of the people that uh, were attending the uh, watch party. So uh, as we refer to them as uh, the, the grapevine, that's how we'll refer to them without giving any names or, or anything like that. So the debate was, uh, I would have to say, um, some people could surmise was the most exciting debate out of all of them so far this year in 2020. Um, the gloves were off. I mean, everybody was, was at it, and uh, the addition of Bloomberg is probably what, what made it uh, a little more exciting because uh, it made the, um, the reality show uh, definitely uh, more entertaining because you had these uh, additional diverse opinions. And then you have the uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, Biden, Bloomberg, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg, and Amy Klobuchar. Uh, Buttigieg, Klobuchar, the moderates, I would say. Uh, Biden, moderate as well. Uh, socialists, Bernie Sanders, and uh, Elizabeth also probably a, a socialist. And uh, then we have uh, Bloomberg, the ultimate uh, moderate, or probably the most far-right um, uh, candidate out of, the, out of the six. So, or out of seventh with Steyer, I guess he's still in the, in the race. Another uh, billionaire, Steyer and Bloomberg. Um, but Elizabeth Warren, uh, she, was, she was on fire. I mean, she was just hitting on all cylinders, showed all the different emotions, uh, showed a lot of energy and excitement, uh, a passion to um, uh, push forward her agenda, um, empathetic in regards to uh, Amy Klobuchar and, and uh, her being uh, construed as being uh, possibly dumb for not knowing the name of the Mexican president, and uh, the anger for the uh, the billionaires and the uh, wealth disparity. And Bloomberg, he was like the sixth man. You know, he came off the bench kind of cold and, and needed some time to warm up. Uh, everybody was after him. You know, they were attacking Bloomberg. So it's going to take some time to get warm. He's going to come. have to come off the bench a little bit warmer. Uh, um, Warren was scoring a lot of points on him. Uh, Bernie was steady. You know, he continued his... Uh, his point average, you know, he's pretty steady on his message of uh, the billionaires and the, the wealth disparity. And uh, uh, Biden, he seemed a little obscure, a little foggy, a little bit. Uh, had some some good points, but you know, he was uh, just kind of uh, didn't seem very lucid. That was the um, uh, temperament of the the grapevine or whatnot. Um, Budichev was his usual self. He's kind of a smooth talker, but no substance. Uh, that's what they were saying. He kind of just jumped in the middle of the whole um, moderate uh, 
perspective, you know, uh, uh, kind of, kind of uh, agreeing with the um, uh, a lot of the same same objectives as Amy Klobuchar, kind of, you know, they don't uh, they don't necessarily believe that the uh, Medicare for all is uh, obtainable, and uh, they don't want people to uh, lose some of their private uh, insurance. And stuff. So he's kind of on the same path as uh, as she is. So, uh, but he he just he's good at uh, uh, diverting and distracting and not really really giving any substance to his uh, policies or whatnot, which is a, a pretty regular and uh, needed trait of a politician. So uh, he's definitely whether he gets elected or not, he'll def- definitely probably be a force to reckon with in the political uh, atmosphere here in the in the future. Um, as um, what some of the people at the watch party were saying. So um, so we had all of those things. Uh, uh, Bernie was steady. So from, from uh, the assessment and from, you know, the temperament and asking some of the people in the room their opinions on who won, um, Elizabeth Warren came in first, Bernie second. Um... Pete Buttigieg maybe was the third. Um, Biden maybe fourth. Um, Bloomberg I say fifth, and Amy Klobuchar they say she came in kind of last. She she didn't really have a good showing according to the watch party. You know she made some comments also about uh, Donald Trump and and how we're leaning toward a dictatorship, which. Uh, isn't hard to surmise that that seems to be the, the uh, direction that we're headed in in another four years of Trump. Uh, I think it's uh, pretty much etched in stone that this is uh, will be officially a dictatorship. Now, uh, those are the opinions of uh, the grapevine. So, um, and we had some Democrats and Republicans uh, at the watch party. So the temperament was pretty. And hey, some people were cool with that. With the. Uh, um, a kingship or a uh, authoritarian direction. So, so uh, whether that's going to work or not for the countries, neither here nor there. Uh, but I think, in regards to fairness, uh, a democratic government is uh, probably the best bet. So, um, and that was the uh, uh, temperament of the room. As uh, we watched the, the watch party, um, Bloomberg seemed to heat up a little bit. He made some some good points, and that was a, a, a pretty good uh, comeback he had on Bernie Sanders as far as the wealth disparity and uh, Bloomberg being the only billionaire there. And he said how Bernie had three houses, and Bernie kind of had to explain that one. And uh, but Bernie has been pretty unwavering and resolute with his. Uh, with his uh, message and uh, people kind of people were kind of questionable in regards to him being able to win a national election Um, uh, Bernie seems to be selling a dream as some could surmise Uh, Medicare for all they see how how hard it was to get the uh, Obamacare pushed through the, the legislatively and uh, even how uh, this uh, current administration has uh, overturned some of those uh, uh, 
some of that legislation or whatnot. Um, so it's very difficult uh, to to uh, pass something like that, and Bernie makes it sound kind of easy. So I think it's very altruistic and uh, very admirable of him. I think uh, you know that would be great if uh, we could have uh, Medicare for all. But uh, I think the more uh, logical and uh, reasonable solution would be to just try to improve upon the Obamacare, you know, and uh, uh, we can't always have everything the way we want it, but we have to sometimes make concessions and uh, uh, stay in the middle a little bit as far as that goes. Um, fixing Obamacare seems to be the more logical move, more believable move, and right now, you know, a lot of people are scared of uh, being too far left and, and uh, rebellious or far right with uh, the Trump administration. So um, dictatorship versus um, liberalism um, versus uh, the revolution. And uh, some people don't like the fact of a you know, uh, being labeled as uh, communists or socialists. Uh, they would rather be in the middle, moderate. Or some don't prefer to be as far right as the Trump administration. So um, we don't know if uh, Bernie Sanders could win uh, a national election, which is what I heard through the grapevine. So, But I guess that's to be determined as we, we, uh, we move forward. Another point that was pretty interesting in the, the fight between Buttigieg and uh, Amy Klobuchar. Man, I think uh, I think Buttigieg has made an enemy for life. You know, a woman scorned can be more dangerous as a, a mafia hitman. You know, I would suggest that, uh, and this is uh, what I surmised from some of the comments. I mean, hey, if he doesn't win the election. Uh, the next step should be, uh, priority should be to uh, rekindle a uh, uh, friendship with uh, Amy Klobuchar for the, in the near future because a uh, woman scorned can be very dangerous. So, yeah, so altogether it was exciting, interesting. Uh, Biden, he had some, some good points and as it relates to his statesmanship and his... Um, his relationships with establishment and uh, his efforts, too, as far as getting uh, Obamacare uh, somewhat up and running. So, um, But he just seemed a little uh, uh, foggy with his uh, putting his words and stuff together. So uh, that was the, uh, the assessment that I got from, from the grapevine. So all in all, it was interesting. Uh, Bloomberg's like the sixth man, I said. He has to come off the bench a little warmer next time and score some buckets, but uh, uh, that's expected, you know. Um, and Elizabeth Warren, uh, she keep up at that pace. Uh, she might make some inroads. I mean, she was uh, very resolute, like I said, and very determined. Uh, she really wanted to get those um, NDAs overturned uh, so that the women can... Uh, tell their story on what, what happened uh, at the uh, the companies that uh, Bloomberg uh, uh, 
ran his big company or whatnot. So she was, she was pretty determined. So I'm sure he'll try to be better prepared uh, uh, next time. You know? So we'll see how that all goes. That concludes today's commentary on the 2020 de debate. And uh, we will be watching the next one and maybe we'll have another commentary on that. Thank you for supporting Balance 2. We are a veteran-owned, tax-exempt, nonprofit organization. All proceeds from donations go toward furthering our message of inspiration, positivity, and unique ideas, all geared towards strengthening the community. We need your continued support, whether it's listening to our podcast, reviewing it, sharing it, volunteering, or donating. And for more information on upcoming events, new podcast episodes, programs, or new services, please visit our website and register with your name and email address and... We will send you that information immediately as it uh, pertains to the aforementioned. And remember, we don't bend, we don't break, we keep it together for heaven's sake. Let's take this journey together, folks. Hope to see you soon. Peace.